What is up, guys? Welcome back to a brand new episode of the Zeke Said So Show. This is the one only show we talk about all things movie news, video games, comics, television, and all that sorts of good stuff. And uh, yeah, we got a lot of stuff to cover, a lot of movie news to talk about. Um, I actually did not bring in. Uh, usually, what I do is I read my show notes off of my uh, uh, off of a, uh, uh, a tablet that I have, but I left it in. Uh, I, I, I left it in my in my bedroom, so let's. I'm just gonna read it off my phone. I'm gonna read all the show notes off my phone. Um, it is as I'm recording this. It is a Thursday night. It's about ten forty seven. Uh, so yeah, as I'm recording this, I'm recording this in the past. So I'm hoping that Captain America will come flashing into this studio, return one of the Infinity Stones before, and all, so that he can clip off all the branches. Um, <laughs> so, uh, anyway, so, yeah, we got a lot of stuff to talk about. Let's not waste any time, and let's get right into it. Uh, we're going to start with the movie news segment. This is where we break down, uh, well, normally we break down three movie news topics, but this week we only have two. Uh, but we break down some movie news topics, and we are going to discuss them in detail. So the first one we're going to talk about is this. Uh, Joker 2 is reportedly in the works. Uh, Hollywood's reporter says it could be set in the same universe as Matt Reeves' Batman. Um, so, look, you guys know I love Joe. Love that movie. I thought it was fantastic. Uh, I have it on 4K, and it's just, it's a fantastic movie. Visually beautiful. Um, Todd Phillips, I think, did a very fantastic job. Considering that I'm not a fan of, not a huge fan of Todd Phillips as a director, but what he did with Joker, I thought was um, amazing, um, and really just brilliant storytelling uh, in the comic book genre, um, especially. However, a lot of people are really misreading this article. Um, so let's go ahead and bring this up here. Uh, Joker 2. Let's go ahead and bring this up here. Uh, Try to find the original. Try to find the original article here. Um, All right, I'll read the screen. I got the screen rant article. I'll go ahead and do that. Um, so, um, okay. Uh, okay. So, of course, it was an it was announced a while ago that um, Joker was a a sequel to Joker was in development. Uh, but neither Joaquin Phoenix or Todd Phillips actually confirmed this. Um, but then a new report uh, in the um, Hollywood Report talked about some of DC's upcoming plans, some of Warner Brothers' upcoming projects, um, and it mainly discussed the uh, w, uh, WB uh, Warner Brothers' process for the... Uh, so I'm going to quote the article here from Screen Rant. Um, a new report from THR indicates that Joker 2 is still in development. 
while the report mainly discusses WB's process for the Black Superman movie, there is a mention of Joker and its planned sequel. <clears throat> the wording suggests that the studio is still counting on the sequel to the massively successful 2019 film. Although it was not intended as a standalone movie, although it was in, it was intended as a standalone movie with no second installments, Joker notably leaves the door wide open for a sequel. The first film ends with Arthur at Arkham State Hospital, uh, yeah, yeah, seemingly escaping from a therapy session, leaving and leaving bloody footprints in his wake. Uh, yada yada yada. So anyway, um, the rest of this article pretty much talks about um, possibilities of storyline possibilities where they can go. Um, look, the Hollywood Reporter article basically said this. Uh, it said that. Uh, basically said that uh, while DC still plans to have their shared cinematic universe, they're doing films like the Black Superman Project, which they've announced. Um, and also, they mentioned Matt Reeves' Batman. Uh, and they also mentioned Joker and its planned sequel. They never once actually officially said article that it was set in Matt Reeves' in the same universe as Matt Reeves' Batman. And having gone through the article and having read it very carefully, I am now I'm now I'm I'm okay. I still don't want a sequel to Joker. You guys know my opinion on this. One of the reasons why I loved Joker was because it felt like its own standalone thing. It does not need a sequel. Whereas a movie like Spider-Verse um, definitely leaves the door open for a sequel. Um, and I want to see a sequel just because I love that movie so much. You know, Joker is a movie where I loved it because it, it felt so standalone and because it felt like a one and done thing. You know, um, Joaquin Phoenix, Arthur Fleck story, in my opinion, has been told. It's been told. You know, there's nowhere else to go with Arthur Fleck. With Arthur Fleck, you know, his story has been told, and I would be okay if they decided to not do a sequel, because honestly, that's what I would prefer. I want DC to do other films. Like, you know, one of the reasons why I'm okay with this Matt Reeves' Batman thing is because it's going to be a, a, another Batman movie that takes place outside of the DCU. And now Matt Reeves is able to do whatever he wants with this new Batman universe. He can have Batman, you know, he can have Batman shirtless f while he's fighting crime, you know, if he wants to. You know, while DCU can still have their, you know, Josh, do you bleed? You will. Um, whereas Matt Reeves can do something very different. I like that, and I would prefer if DC went down that route instead of making, oh, now let's make a sequel to Joker, because that made a lot of money, let's, let's make that sequel. That's what happened to them in the past. 
you know, in the past what they did was, oh, Suicide Squad made a lot of money. Okay, let's give Harley Quinn her own movie. Let's give Deadshot his own movie. Let's do a Gotham City Sirens movie that never happened. You know, it just, it, it was a mess then. And if DC goes down this route, this route again of just being reactionary and saying, oh, hey, people liked Joker. Okay, let's make, let's make another movie. Let's make a sequel. No, I don't want it to happen. I'm okay with the movie we got. Um, I loved the movie we got. I know a lot of people didn't because a lot of people expected it to be more Joker and less Arthur Fleck. I actually liked the fact that it was more of a character study because it brought me back to the days of like Spider-Man 2, of Sam Raimi's Spider-Man 2, where we were allowed to actually understand the person behind the costume rather than just focusing on the person in the costume. You know, um, we were allowed to focus on the person behind the mask, behind the makeup. And that's what I loved about Joker is that we were able to understand Arthur Fleck, you know, and we understood why he became the way, why, why he became what he became. You know, we got to understood it. And oddly enough, even though you know that he was doing the wrong things, you kind of empathized with him a little. You don't condone his actions, but you understand why he's doing it. That story has been told. I don't want another movie to continue that story. Because that story, to me, has been done. It's over. They need to just put it on the shelf and just leave it alone. You know, just let it be as it is. So, <clears throat> that's just me. Um... I know a lot of people disagree, but hey, I'm not in the, that's not why I do this show. I don't do this show for you to agree with me. I do this show so that you can have a different opinion. Um, and that's the wonderful thing about movies is that we can have different opinions and it, it's okay. Um, all right, so let's go ahead and move on to the second and final movie news topic, and that is this. Uh, the final trailer for A Quiet Place 2 has dropped uh, the film will be released in theaters, um, and I will tell you guys right now, I got my advanced tickets. I got them for uh, that Saturday um, for a 1 p.m. showing at, in an IMAX theater, and I'm very excited. Um, it's funny. I bought my – I remember a year ago, I bought tickets for Thursday night to go see this movie, and then COVID happened, and then COVID happened. And then I I had to get refunded my ticket, and I remember telling my fr I told my friend Mikey, who used to work here on the Zeke Setso show. He doesn't do he doesn't work on the Zeke Setso show anymore. But um, I was telling my friend Mikey, and if he's listening to this, he probably knows what I'm, what I'm gonna talk what I'm gonna bring up. I told him, I swear, <laughs> if some if something happens. Where the movie theater shut down again, and I have to get my refund for a quiet place. I'm just never gonna buy a ticket for a quiet place ever again. I'm just not gonna do it. <laughs> um, but no, I did buy my tickets for a quiet place part two. I'm excited for it. I really like this trailer. Um, I like the fact that it gives you just a little bit more of what I loved about that first film, which was the suspense and the intensity of that first film. Uh, one of the things I loved, and just to let you know, you. Bet your A double S I'm going to be watching that first movie 
before I see the second one. So, um, but one of the things I loved about that first movie that was so great is something that John Krasinski did, did very well was putting you in a situation where you had to, where you, it was either you make a noise or you die, you know? And I remember when I watched that movie, it scared the crap out of me so bad to the point, because I was laying in bed when I watched it, you know, I'm laying in bed and it's, it scared the crap out of me so bad where I got up to go use the bathroom. And then all of a sudden, you know how, when you get out of bed, you know, the bed starts doing that little, you know, the little creak. I, I got out of bed and all of a sudden my bed made that noise. I thought something was going to come out and get me. Like I was that, I was that terrified. <laughs> you know and when a horror movie can do that that's when it's effective that's when a horror movie is effective is that when you are literally thinking about it you know that's what us did so well us was so, did such a good job of like oh my gosh this is this could end up being real like i i'm terrified you know um but anyway um, yeah, no, I'm excited for A Quiet Place Part 2. I can't wait to see how they expand upon this world. Um, and, uh, yeah, I hope I hope it's good. I hope it's as good as that first one, and maybe even better. Because um, A Quiet Place, although it wasn't my favorite film of that year, because that was the same year as Spider-Man and the Spider-Verse, which was my favorite movie of that year, um, obviously, for obvious reasons. Um but if A Quiet Place can at least, if A Quiet Place Part 2 can at least be as good as that first one, I'd be satisfied with it. Because I really love that first movie. Like, it was just such a damn good movie. So, alright. Uh, let's go ahead and move on to the review segment. And that is, uh, we're going to be reviewing Episode 1 of The Bad Batch. Now, I know Episode 2, by the time this goes up, I think Episode 2 is actually dropping on on as on as this episode goes up so by the time this episode goes up episode two probably would have dropped um i think right hold on now i gotta look it up now now i'm being stupid um um when does episode two um wow there we go uh, oh yeah, yeah, it's, it's, you know, it's actually dropping, uh, tonight, um, as I'm recording this, again, I'm recording this on Thursday night, so I'm literally recording it one hour before the second episode drops, um, so I've only watched the first episode, and I'm gonna be honest with you, I don't like it, I'm not a huge fan, I'm not, I'm not impressed, um, I wasn't that impressed with the Bad Batch episodes of Clone, of the final season of Clone Wars, wasn't really that impressed by it. Um, I overall loved the final four episodes of Clone Wars. I thought that was really great. Um, but overall, I didn't really 
love the other episodes before those four, before those final four. Um, but the Bad Batch for me was it, it, I don't know. It's just hard for me to get into. I I just can't get into it. Now I did end up finishing the first episode, but honestly, I can't. I can't continue it. It just, for me, I'm not as attached to these characters as I was with characters like Rex or Ahsoka, you know, from Clone Wars. I'm more attached to those characters than I am to these new ones, to these, to the the Bad Batch, basically. Um, and I'm just not interested. I, I want to be. I really want to be. But I just... Just, I don't know, guys. I again, I really wanted to be wrong on this. I, I really because I saw the trailers and the trailers didn't really impress me. And I was hoping I would be wrong, but honestly, I saw the first episode and I was like, eh, eh. Honestly, it reminded me of my same reactions when I walked out of like Solo or Rogue One, where I just was like, eh. Eh, it's alright, I guess. It's not terrible, but it's eh. Well no, solo is solo is a bad movie. But um but Rogue One I just wasn't eh. It's alright. It's not bad. It's not great. It's eh. You know. And um I don't know. I just I don't know if I'm gonna be watching the second episode tonight. I think I'm probably just gonna not watch the rest of the show. Um, maybe when it drops all at once, maybe once all the episodes come out, maybe I'll give it another shot. But honestly, I can't get into it. I'm sorry, guys. I really wanted to. I'm a Star Wars fan, and I really, and I watched this on May the 4th, you know, and I really wanted to get into it, but I just, I just couldn't. So, um, Overall, Bad Batch, I'm probably going to end up giving it a 5 out of 10. So, there's that. Uh, Alright, uh, now it is time uh, for your Q&A questions. But before we do that, uh, we are going to take the quick Zeke Senso commercial break. So, uh, sit back, relax, and uh, the Zeke Senso show will be right back. <laughs> What is up guys, it is me Zeke the Geek here and I am the host of the best podcast on you on the internet called the Zeke Said So Show. If you are a fan of the Zeke Said So YouTube channel, then go to the Zeke Said So Show where we talk about movies, video games, comic books, uh, you know, anything, anything and everything. We talk, we talk about it. I'm joined by uh, some guests including the including Robert the Ghostwriter Martinez and that one kid or whoever want, whoever else wants to be on my podcast, they are welcome to join. I am joined by one guest or sometimes it will just be me by myself and you, and you guys get to join us as I take your questions after I talk about three movie news topics. We're talking about all things nerd stuff, nerd related and geek related. So if you are a fan of movies, television, video games, comic books and much, much more, Go, go start listening to the Zeke Said So Show on Anchor, Spotify, 
wherever you get your podcast, that is where it can be found. Zeke said so show, Anchor Podcast. Go check it out. All right, guys, and we are back with the uh, Zeke said so show. So let's go ahead and get into your guys' uh, Q&A questions here. And we have a lot of them, so let's go ahead and get uh, started. Uh, most overrated movie. Hmm. Um. Uh, for me, this one is pretty easy. I have I have a lot actually. Um. Uh. Here's one. Um. That is probably a more a more recent one, but uh, Frozen. Um. Actually, both Frozen and Frozen Two. I think are incredibly overrated. Um, there are some people who really love Frozen 2. There are actually a lot of people who really love Frozen 2. Um, but even the first one, I did not like either of them. Um, I thought both of them were kind of lame. Uh, to be honest with you, I, I, I think both are pretty lame. Uh, like, how do you compare that? To movies like Aladdin, movies like Jungle Book, you know, the animated one, or movies like Lion King, or Tarzan, you know, how do you compare it to movies like that? You know, Tarzan for me, like, Tarzan's my personal favorite, you know, and that's kind of like my gold standard when, like, Tarzan, Lion King, and Aladdin, those are my top three, and those are my gold standard when it comes to Disney films, and honestly, Frozen doesn't even come close to being as good as those. Zootopia came very close. Moana came very close. And even Ryan the Last Dragon came very close. But Frozen just no. No. Not not at all. Um uh let's see, what are some other overrated films? <sighs> Birdman. Uh Birdman and the what what's the full title for it? I can't remember, but Birdman, the movie with Michael Keane that ended up winning Best Picture um, over Whiplash, which is ridiculous. Whiplash, for me, probably should have won that award. Um, either that one or, for me, American Sniper. Those are those were my two that I felt like should have won that year. Because um, I ended up watching Birdman, and it was fine. It's not, like, to me, I don't think it was anywhere near as good as everyone was saying it was, you know. It was very well shot, and I love the way that movie was shot. And I thought Michael Keaton gave a really damn good performance in that movie. But I just thought the movie was honestly kind of boring. So um, there's that one. Uh, I'm trying to think what other ones. Um, Rogue One, Star Wars uh, Rogue One was one that I thought was pretty overrated. Um, a lot of people really seem to like that one. Um, Solo. Solo is another one that I think is overrated. Um, I'm looking at my movies here just to see if I can find any other ones that are that I think are actually really overrated. Oh, here's one. Here's one that everyone loves and I will never understand why. But I own, I own the movie on DVD. The Patriot 
with Mel Gibson. A lot of people really love that movie. And I have and I own the movie on DVD because I have tried to watch that movie so many times. And I can't get into it. I just can't get into it. I've tried watching it three times now. And every time I watch it, I just can't finish it all the way through. You know, so um but yeah, those are some of my overrated things. Uh uh, have you seen the? Wow, let me these questions. Uh, have you seen the sneak peek for Stranger Things season four? Uh, yes, I have. It looks very good. Doesn't really tell us much, but I really did enjoy it. Um, can't wait for the next season. Um, over under forty five percent that Quiet Place two opens with sixty million dollars. I'm gonna go under on that one. Uh, or mm, I don't know. Forty five is a really good number. Yeah, no, I'm probably gonna go on. Un- I'm gonna go under, because I don't think we've had a movie that opens. I think right now the highest grossing opening we have post pandemic is Godzilla vs Kong with fifty million dollars. So, for a Quiet Place two to open with sixty million dollars, it's. Uh, it, I'm not saying it's not possible, but I I don't think it will happen. Um. All right. Uh, have you seen Invincible? If yes, what are your thoughts? If no, definitely see it. Um, I have not watched Invincible. Now, and I'm going to tell you, I'm going to be honest with you, okay? I am an incredibly busy man. I know I say that every time, but it's true. I am very, very, very busy. Um, I have the podcast. I have, uh, a normal job outside of the podcast. Um, and I just started taking online uh, courses for screenwriting and film directing. So, look. Eventually, will I find time to watch Invincible? Maybe. I'll find time to watch it. But right now, it's just not really a good time for me to just start watching new shows. Like, if I'm going to watch a show, it's probably going to be something I've seen before. You know, just because... I can at least put it on for background noise while I'm working on my other stuff. You know, whereas Invincible, I feel like I really have to pay attention to it. That's why it's so hard for me to continue watching Naruto. Because Naruto, I keep trying to get back into it, and then something comes up where I just can't find enough time in the day to actually sit down and watch it. You know? Um, So there's that. Uh, Alright. Do you think we will see... Uh, wow, let me try this again. Do you think we will see a flashback of Anakin and Obi-Wan? Um, yes, I think that's why they're bringing back Hayden Christensen, actually. I think they're bringing back Hayden Christensen so that they could, um, have scenes with Hayden as Anakin and see more of that friendship, uh, in, in the Obi-Wan series, so. Uh, the new Rugrats looks terrible. Have you seen the first look? I have, I don't think it looks terrible um i just don't like the fact that they're making it all cg like it looks like the rugrats i remember i mean at least not animation wise no but it it kind of feels like the rugrats i remember 
But honestly, I just don't like the animation. I just don't like the fact that they're going with this uh, 3D computer animated look. I just wish they would go back to the simple days of hand-drawn animation. Why can't Nickelodeon just go back to that? Because honestly, that's what made them so... And they, and they have hand-drawn shows on their network. You know, they have... Um, uh, I mean, Spongebob for the longest time was hand-drawn. And now they got that stupid... Uh, Camp Coral show that's gonna that's computer animated you know but honestly like um, Loud House the fact that that's still hand drawn I think that might be the actually only hand drawn animated show that's on their network right now I don't know I haven't watched any Nickelodeon in a very long I haven't watched Nickelodeon in a very long time um, but yeah no I just I don't know uh, uh, what's the most exciting part about doing the podcast? Um, the Q and A portion. I really love doing Q and As because it gives me an opportunity to be more open and to talk and being interactive, which is my favorite part of the podcast. Is just the fact that I get to be interactive, that I get to talk to you guys. It just um, because I started this podcast because I just didn't have a lot of people I can talk about movies with. And then I discovered that there's an entire community, there's an entire online community that just loves talking about movies. And that's why I decided to be part of that community. So, you know, I, I just did it because I love the movies and the fact that I get to communicate with you guys and get to answer your guys' questions. It's, um, it's great. And, um, yeah, really uh, um, grateful. That's that's my favorite. That's probably the most exciting part is when I get the Q&A questions and they're all lined up and I'm like, ooh, I can't wait to start answering questions. You know, um, that's probably the most exciting part. All right, uh, let's see. Uh, what do you think is the worst Disney live action? Oh, wait, no, no, we skipped almost. That's That's the next question. That's that. That's not the next question. The next question is: Could we see it? Could we get a Mortal Kombat sequel? Um, no, because I think Mortal Kombat is really not doing well in theaters. Um, as far as I know, Mortal Kombat is actually doing pretty bad. Uh, let's go to the box office mojo here. Mortal Kombat uh, box office. It's on box office mojo. Now you guys know I didn't like Mortal Kombat, so let's see how it did. Um, domestically, it's made thirty-four million dollars, and for a worldwide total, it's only it's made sixty-six million dollars. Um, what's per, what was its production budget? Um, yeah, no. Yeah. Yeah. Oh well. Um. But yeah, no. Uh, the movie, the movie's not doing well. Uh, it opened up to twenty three million dollars. Um, and depending on what its budget was, um, which couldn't have been a lot because that movie looked like it had a very low budget. Um, I don't think we're gonna see a sequel. I I don't think we're gonna see a sequel. Um, I think this was another 
waste of time. And I think Warner Brothers, with this whole HBO Max thing, had something to do with the fact that it's not making as much money. You know, I think if Warner Brothers had just put a movie like this out in theaters only, then they probably would have made a lot more money. So there's that. Um, anyway. Uh, okay, now, next question. What do you think is the worst Disney live action movie? Uh, Mulan. Oh, Mulan's the worst Disney live action remake. Um, <clears throat> and that's tough for me to say because I really don't like Nuts. I really don't like Dumbo. Um, <clears throat> I have actually grown to not like Lion King. Um, even though I love John Favreau, but I just did not. Even though I think the movie does, I still think the movie looks visually beautiful. And honestly, I can watch the Lion King remake with the sound off. Um, and just kind of watch it for the visuals alone. That movie's beautiful to look at. But, um, but yeah, no, I've, I've grown to not like that movie. Um, yeah, I just, overall, I, I overall am okay with Disney remaking these animated films. I'm okay with it. As long as they don't do things that feel so not like the animated. That, that make these characters feel not like the animated ones. You know, for example, one of the reasons why I like Jungle Book is because the characters in that movie felt a little bit like the characters that I remembered from the animated film. You know, Bill Murray's Baloo, yeah, he was no Phil Harris, but he was really funny in the way he was uh, portraying that version of the character. You know, Ben Kingsley, I thought, was the perfect choice to play Bagheera. And even after watching the remake, the Jungle Book remake, I still think he's the perfect choice for um, Bagheera. Um, but, yeah, no, I just... Um, <sighs> movies like Cinderella and Beating the Beast and Mulan, especially, where the, the, the character just has to be perfect at everything. These character, these female characters in a Disney movie just can't have problems. Lion King has that issue, even. You know, Nala is perfect at everything. You know, Mulan suddenly has superpowers. They take that story, and one of the reasons why I loved the original Mulan film, the animated one, and one of the reasons why I still go back and watch it, is because in that movie. Mulan actually has struggles. She has to overcome these struggles. And she doesn't have to like, you know, she she can't rely on anybody else. She has to do it on her own. Just like any other human being would. In this film, she's just a superhero. She can do anything and everything. And for me, honestly, I feel like that's, that's not even... To me, that's not even strong. Um, not that that doesn't set a good example for women out there, in my opinion. And I don't know. Maybe I'm just look. I'm speaking from this as perspective of a male. Okay, I do not understand. I I I probably won't understand. Um, but I will say I have asked. I have asked a couple of friends who are female. Saying, 
what did you think of this new Mulan? And they hated it because they could not relate to the character because she was a superhero. She had these superpowers. And that was that was something that I was afraid of. And that was something that I prob- that I kind of thought would happen. You know, so um yeah, for me that's why Mulan is the worst Disneyland actually. Um, so if I had to give you a top five of my least favorite Disney live action remakes, these are my top five, okay? Um, I have, oh, um, let's see. I have as much as, Again, I love John Favreau so much, but as much as I hate to do so as much as I hate to do this, The Lion King 2019 is number five. Number four. Number four I actually have Beating the Beast. Because Beating the Beast has the same issue that Lion King has. That's basically just a shot for shot. It's the same movie. Um, number three, number three, I have Maleficent. That movie was awful, just so awful. Um, Dumbo was number two because Dumbo was really, really bad. And I love Tim Burton. And again, just like John Favreau, I love Tim Burton. I love him as a director. But my God, did he really screw up with Dumbo? Um. And then number one for me, obviously, I mentioned it, is Mulan. Um, and I was really disappointed with Mulan because it had a great director, um, Nikki Carroll, who I think is fantastic. Um, and that movie just sucked. I just was... Uh, uh. Alright, and the final question is, do you think Pe- Peacock will ever release big brand original content like a Jurassic Park series? Well, there is a Jurassic Park series on Netflix, but I, I understand what you're asking. Um, yeah, I've been wondering the same thing because I actually am a Peacock subscriber. Um, now, I know they just purchased the rights to WWE, and now you can watch all their pay-per-views on Peacock. I know WrestleMania just streamed on Peacock, which, by the way, quick side note, I'm, a hu- I'm, a, I, I'm not a huge, ginormous wrestling fan, I watched this year's WrestleMania. It it sucked. It was a bad WrestleMania. Um, although there were a couple of great matches, like the uh, Bianca Belair versus Sasha Banks. That was a really great match. But overall, WrestleMania this year just sucked. Um, <clears throat> wow. Um, but big brand original content. You know, I I don't know. But they really do need to because right now they are losing a lot of money on the streaming service because they don't have that much original content. You know, they have stuff that they've created, but not a lot of people are interested in. Like there's that new David Schwimmer show, but nobody's interested in that. You know, Um, I think what they need to do is they need to go back into the library and look for something that they could make into a series. Hell, 
make an office reunion uh, special, you know, make like a an hour and a one hour special with all the characters of the office coming back together for one last thing, you know. I bet if you did that, more people would subscribe to your to your service. But the problem is they're not going to do that. They're not going to do that, you know. Um, um, me and Robert actually one time talked about it. Um, why don't they just? Why doesn't Netflix just sell um, the Jurassic, uh, the Cretaceous, uh, what's it called? Camp Cretaceous? Is that what it's called? I can't remember what it's called. But the animated Jurassic World series, why don't they just sell that and have Peacock own that and have Peacock produce more um, episodes of that of that show? Because I bet you, if they have a Jurassic Park series on their on their service, a lot of people are gonna sign up. You know, um, though there's that one, um, or I mean, you could do stuff like uh, Battle of Big Rock. You know, like uh, Battle at Big Rock was a Jurassic Park, uh, a Jurassic World uh, short film that Colin Trevorrow wrote and directed. Um, I think that they sh- that Peacock should try and do something like that. Maybe create an anthology series where it's just a series of Jurassic Park. Uh, short stories, you know, do something like that, you know, kind of like, um, almost, I mean, I don't know, I've never seen American Horror Story, so, but maybe like a, a horror anthology, but with the Jurassic Park series, you know, so, I mean, I don't know, but Peacock needs to start real, needs to start coming up with some big stuff, because honestly, you know, Paramount Plus has announced a bunch of stuff, like, uh, Avatar Studios, you know, um, they got the iCarly reunion that's happening, you know, for those people who grew up watching that show, which I was part of that generation who grew up with it, so I'm probably going to end up watching it. Um, or, let's see, I think, I'm trying to think if there's anything else that I'm trying to, I'm trying to remember, oh, um, Uh, Rugrats. Uh, Rugrats is going to be on Paramount Plus. Um, you know they they just got so much. Uh, and and obviously they have Star Trek Discovery and Star Trek Picard. You know so, and they announced a Halo series. So, Paramount Plus. Paramount Plus. If Paramount Plus is putting out more content than Peacock, then Peacock has a problem. Peacock has a very big problem. Hell, Disney Plus just did an, re, uh, not recently, but months ago, just did an entire, what, what was it, like 10 hour presentation about all the stuff they got going on with Disney Plus. You know, they're releasing 10 Star Wars series, 10 Marvel series. Pixar is going to be releasing some stuff. Disney Animation is going to be doing some stuff. 
Netflix just poured so much money to having Sony's movies on there and the Knives Out series. So, like, why Peacock isn't trying to get a hold of big brand original content is beyond me. But they need to start getting it soon because otherwise they're going to lose a lot of money on the service. So there's that. Um, anyway, guys, though, that is the final question of the day. Uh, and we are going to go ahead and sign off here. Thank you guys so much for listening. Um, make sure you guys go check out all the great stuff we got going on in the podcast feed. Uh, tomorrow, there's going to be a brand new episode of the Web Swingers podcast. So definitely make sure you guys go and listen to that um, when it drops at 6 p.m. Um, let's see anything else I want to bring up here uh, I had a brain fart, but anyway guys thank you guys so much for listening and I will talk to you guys later peace out